Welcome to Chicks Talking Drag. The RuPaul Drag Race UK after show podcast you didn't know you needed until now. By Anna, me, and Gabby, me. Are you guys ready? Because we are. This is an after show podcast. Beware of spoilers. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Chicks Talking Drag. I'm Gabby, and this is Anna. And we're welcoming you back to episode seven. Can you believe it? We're almost at the end. Oh, I know. Do you, do you know what's even crazier? The fact that we're nearly going to find out who the winner of Drag Race UK is. But And yet for season 13, we still have eight queens left. Like, what the actual fuck? That's mad. I know. But then again, there were, like, less queens on the UK version, so... True. And it didn't have, like, three episode, three or four episodes when no one went home. So there was that. Yeah, exactly. Which was actually quite nice of RuPaul for those queens, which were in the middle of the pandemic. Anyways, it's not that they had somewhere better to go. Like, but yeah. <laughs> coming back to... We can go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Coming back to the UK, we have Tia Coffey that left the stage, she left mm. the building, and we're really sorry. There's no more tea nor coffee. And uh, actually, what I found really interesting about the start of this episode is the moment in which Ahora originally starts predicting the future eliminations, and she bets right. on Sister Sister, and other people bet on mm. Ellie. Because these two are the ones that don't, do not have repeater buttons the, under their belt. How do you feel about that? Yeah, do, do you know what's um, funny? I honestly thought that Ellie would have actually won some challenges by now. Because obviously she is um, a strong uh, designer. She seamstress. She makes yeah. her own outfits. So if you remember in the beginning when she had that whole Dennis the Menace fantasy, like I really thought yeah, she absolutely. that episode. Um, and the thing is, so if you compare her and Sister Sister, Sister Sister has has been coasting a little bit. Like I've, I mean, you guys know I've said that I've I've seen some episodes where I thought she's done really well, but generally speaking, she has been coasting a bit. And yeah. maybe Ellie has done the same, but I think she's at slightly higher level than um, she has not lip synced yet because because she's been. She's actually been high in quite a few challenges. So yes. I don't I don't call being high in challenges coasting. I call that being robbed of wins, you know? Yeah, you ha you have been quite vocal about that throughout the episode. Yeah. Guys, if you haven't heard about Anna commenting and mainly just complaining about people being on bottoms or, or uh. lacking wins, just go back on the other episodes that we recorded well, uh, moving forward we get to the mini challenge of this week which is the reading challenge because what reading is fundamental exactly and this year we get 3d glasses which i guess are the only way not to like pass this covid thing around because otherwise they would be using the same pair of glasses to be honest, I actually did not think of it in that way. But you know, you're probably right. I was thinking they're, they're doing it to be all trippy and trying to bring something different to the competition. But yeah, it probably is because of that. <laughs> Budget is quite limited as well. So they wouldn't have had enough money to buy seven pair of uh, uh, designer glasses. That's really you true. You know what I mean? 
Well, you Same. know, with a, a reading challenge, like everybody knows, I love a reading challenge. Like in the in the US version, it's it's an iconic part of the franchise. But yeah. have these UK queens got the chops to slice up the competition? What I really enjoyed about this reading challenge this week is the fact that none of the queens left us with like crickets or tumbleweeds. Everyone know, was a God. savage and everyone made us laugh, which is something what? that I was really, really hoping for. What I, I actually mean is Pia Coffee. What, what do you mean? Well, because I found a few queens funny, but I didn't find everybody funny. But you're right in saying that there was no one that was, like, particularly so horrendous that Rue was having, like, diarrhea. And, yeah, like, no, absolutely. Everyone, everyone did okay, but on honestly speaking, like, for me, Sister Sister was definitely the surprise because yeah. her, her read of Lawrence saying, hey, I go to bed at night, I just lay there and wonder how you're getting on getting on the bed without breaking it you big bitch like that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny yeah it's not an original joke because let's face it everyone mm-hmm. seems to make jokes about size but of course you know i'm easily pleased and i, I like I yeah liked, um lawrence's nod to miss corona when she told ellie that she's so stupid that she studied for her covid <laughs> like, no i, I really I, enjoyed I that. that funny I did find funny uh, Lily talking about electric chairs with um, Bimini and saying that oh, she yeah. loves making tricks on chairs. Why, why doesn't she try doing one on an electric, on electric chair? chair? That doesn't or <laughs> Ahora talking about possibly teabagging taste. She was talking about sitting on someone's face. And uh, okay, yeah, the innuendo <laughs> is... Um, it's pretty straightforward. And then she said that that wasn't true. It was just to tease Lawrence Cheney and her dirty, dirty mind. Mm, but somehow but... <laughs> I think that someone is a little Pinocchio because they definitely... I mean, they, they admitted it like a little while ago that they did. And they're living together. Yeah, now so they're living I'm pretty together. Sure they're getting the jollies on the day, daily. You know? Exactly. Uh, oh, they must. They I mean, must. I, I'd love to see that. But then I would, I would we too. get <laughs> we get to decide. <laughs> like we get to see the sister sister is the winner. Yeah, which actually to me challenge. Well yeah. to me, um, you know, seeing the reading challenge, that was not surprising because she was the funniest. She did have the best reads, she made me laugh the most. Yeah. And I have to say, this is something I pointed out before as well, but I really feel like her new teeth and face seem to have given her extra powers since she came back from lockdown because she's like so confident now. Or do you think maybe it's because she's been possessed by the spirit of the Rue Peter badge and she just wants to freaking win? Thing <laughs> is the face. It's all in the face. It's all in the face. Like well, she, everyone, she looks good. She got good work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you look good, like the moment you feel like you look yeah. good. Like, generally speaking, you always look good. It shouldn't matter. But the moment right. you feel like you look good, your uh, self-esteem goes up a hundred, at least. Definitely. Like, it, it's like the, the morning the morning you wake up with good hair and then the makeup sits mm. right and you get to get, like, to do that amazing eyeliner and yes. you just go out and, like, the world is yours. Well, that's that's, it, that's how exactly how I feel when, you know well after lockdown say like when i'll get to be i'll be able to go to a good restaurant get my hair laid 
like have a nice outfit on and be out in public and oh gosh i cannot wait <laughs> exactly but uh what comes with this win and uh, actually just talking about covid uh the maxi challenge this week is lockdown super shearer so and, excited uh, it's such a good it's idea, actually quite exactly and it's a sewing challenge if you guys haven't got, uh, got the gist Duh. and um <laughs> sister sister wins so she gets a head start into selecting her items oh, for this challenge gosh. I have a I have a little thing to say to say here. Please go ahead. <laughs> I, oh, to be honest, I found it really really funny because obviously, if you get given this fifteen second head start, like that's great because you have an advantage over the other queens, right? But you mm -hmm. really have to choose your materials wisely. Uh, but um, what sister sister did was she was like. Uh, let's drop some acid. I'm going to choose everything in this workroom so no one else has any materials left. And I think, as we'll find out later, that kind of worked to her disadvantage. But hey. It really backfired. It, it really <laughs> did. But it, if it's kind of like accurate and logical in one way, because let's face it, we were all hoarding during lockdown. Like everyone was hoarding low roll and, you know, hand sanitizers and all of that so it's kind of ironic right yeah like she said herself that she she was gonna she was not gonna give people things that could actually help them do better i mean a horrified um, it but she was like no yeah. it's not happening no <laughs> the bitch go back to your workstation oh, because no. this well, is not speaking, it um speaking of a horror as well as we know she went to the top fashion school in the uk and although the concept of this challenge is not about how much uh, money a queen has, but how she can craft an outfit out of unconventional materials and make it work, if you are a horror, it's about making sure that the 60 grand you spent on fashion school will make sure you win a freaking design challenge. And between, <laughs> between you and me, I mean, everyone knows this. I made it very clear. You know, there's quite a few challenges that she should have won, but there you go exactly bang bong ding. bong ding bang bong ding bang bong do you know you that okay entered, there you go did you know that entered um number 27 in the uk charts not bad right oh my god yes yeah like, they always have a good tune but and, and until we get a song like last year's uh proc destroyers i'm sorry this is not it <laughs> no but you know the frog destroyer song entered at number 35 so i was like how has this one got higher than the last year's one but you know why because the more that seasons go on the more the fan base grows yeah absolutely 100 uh, percent. more people know. are exposed to it and also it's lockdown so more people just True. end up watching so uh this week we got raven as a special oh guest oh my gosh and she comes I'm she visits so the workroom she looked amazing she just looks so good she looked like rich bitch fabulous and i'm really living for her look like the dress that she was wearing was not even like anything special it was just a very minimalist ruched bodycon dress that you could buy on pretty little thing but the way that she does her makeup the color coordination of her look it's it's like so exquisite like who cares well, nothing less of an Emmy Award him. makeup artist, you know. Uh, hello, Emmy Award winning. And unless she's wearing H&M, because RuPaul would not be very happy about that. But oh, She might have been wearing H&M. 
<laughs> yeah, but to be honest, she looks amazing. So she makes anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, her face, I, I just wanted to drown in it. I loved the way she had that hat poised on her head. Yeah. The highlight on her nose, the, the eyebrows, like, she needs to give me a makeup lesson because how does she do her makeup like that? It's absolutely incredible. And she did give le- makeup lessons basically to everyone in the room. She did yes, give suggestions. Yes. Lauren Shaney was like, I would knock a bitch out if it was anyone else. But if Raven's going to give me like a tip, I'm going to take it, flip it and reverse it. Yes, right. What I really liked about Raven in the workroom, although she came across as like quite serious and solemn, like you can tell that she really takes her craft so seriously, which obviously. As she as would. Said, she won an award. She beats Rue's face on a daily. But she really Amen. gave good advice to all the queens. Like, I like what she said to Sister Sister, you know, when she said that she has a coarse beard that she finds difficult. Yeah. So basically, guys, what she said was to use an orange or red-based liquid lipstick on the coarse beard area. And then what you do is you powder it and you put foundation over it. So handy tip, just in case. No. And then... We get to see taste a road crash <laughs> moment. Oh well, gosh! Basically, the whole thing. You, you know what though? Uh, I situation. Like it's going to be more dramatic though, given the preview that we saw. Even when Raven came around, it was recipe for disaster already. Oh yeah. Like you could say it. It 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 was a roadside uh, moment yeah. for sure. Well, bag of chip, if you remember, bag of chips did a scour look uh, last year, and that was really um. Uh, questionable so I was thinking mm, is Tace gonna make this work because she's not a seamstress mm. she kind of she actually made it work from the legs up yeah it, it actually worked from the legs down that yeah. is for the second part of this episode <laughs> yeah um, we're gonna talk about that later but what I really have to say is that it was quite clear from the workroom who were gonna do well and who weren't like for me, I had my eyes on two queens, which was Ahura and Ellie Diamond, because obviously they placed so highly last time. And yeah. you can you can see like in any design challenge that it's usually a battle between uh, the queens that have their outfits made for them usually and they can't sew. And then the queens yeah. who are literally the definition of a walking fashion show, which in this case is mm-hmm. the two Scots and the Londoner. So yeah. You know, I, I, I am a little bit worried for Tace, a bit for Bimini as well, because the first look she pulled up, that was definitely <laughs> not it. But thank God she changed it. I mean, you know, it was she an improvement. Did. So we have to give some credit where it's due. But And like the production this week was actually pretty sly because we didn't get to see Sister Sisters look until the runway I, oh my god how did i not realize that you're right they were so sly later because i have some interesting words on that because i was not ready <laughs> I, was not no, I don't think anyone was ready for it uh, so we got to elimination day <laughs> speaking of sister sister she gets uh, into a chat with Lawrence Cheney and that was actually a pretty introspective chat about yeah, bullying definitely. and how Lawrence became Lawrence Cheney in itself and the fact that she became the funniest person in school uh, because she started she was bullied in school and uh, to defend herself from her bully she used the words and uh, 
what and, and they actually work yeah also, also um, humor as well like yeah and this is uh, this is something that I really identify with as well because I was bullied a lot at school even by so-called friends and you know it's shit it's not nice being bullied yeah and people making fun of you for being different and feeling like everybody's laughing at you like it's a really horrible feeling so I completely get what Lawrence is saying but from a personal point of view as well, I also want to say that I often use um, humour in times where I might feel uncomfortable, where I might feel like I'm being isolated or sidelined. So I completely get what she, she's saying um, and how she found um, the strength in humour, because for me, it's my shield as well. And I think this is the case for a lot of people, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, if you get bullied or you feel different, you end up going the two ways. So you become a whore or you become Lawrence or you I just become... Gonna, like... I thought you were going to say you either become a whore or I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no, a whore and, or Lawrence. And uh, we, Lawrence Cheney's way to deal with uh, other people's uh, uh, ideas of, of her are actually the way that I prefer things right. to be elaborated of course self-deprecation and like humor are not always the answer but they're like a healthier way i think rather than just taking it on other people and being as mean as the people that are mean to you yeah so yeah like i've been bullied myself like i used to be the only black kid in the whole town in italy so like i totally get it and uh, of course i didn't become neither in this case, uh, I became like a very headstrong person right. and I just take no nonsense and I'm quick to cut a bitch off. So if yes, someone pisses are. me off, I'm like, <laughs> try me. <laughs> like, you gotta piss me off. This That's the, the door. It's not that thing. I'm. I, I need to learn more from um, Gabby because, like, I'm kind of the opposite. Like, not so much now because, like, I know my self worth and I know when to say mm -hmm. no, but like, I still give some people too many chances and I'm like, mm, why nah. are you doing this, Anna? Don't, because like <laughs> the door is there and like if you don't respect yourself first, you don't, you allow other people to disrespect you. Because That's like the true. moment you say, I'm not taking this shit anymore. And like now I became just so unsensitive. Like if you piss me off once, that's it. Right. Whereas before, um, like, I would give people chances. Like, I had a friend for, like, 18 years. And after wow. 18 years, I was like, I'm going to cut you off because, like, you're That's draining my crazy. energy. Like, she was like, oh, my God, you're, you're ignoring me. Bitch, we live in two different countries. <laughs> when I come to Italy, yeah. I'm trying to sort out my... Like, you're not my only friend, and I have a family. Uh, so... Unfortunately, I had a sort lot yourself. of friends like that too that I had to yeah. cut off because they were so toxic. Some of them were extremely controlling, or, or yeah. they were just really nasty towards me. They'd put me down a lot. They'd, you know, make fun of me and like yeah. try and isolate me from other friends. And I'm like, why am I friends with you? And I'm not now, obviously. So I'm like, yeah. You know what I realized as you get older, and I'm sure that the queens do too, is that it's quality over quantity. Because to be honest, yeah. we're on social media, me and Gabby, and we could have like thousands of followers, yeah. But does that mean that they're your friends? N not necessarily. No. 
they are they are your friends in a way but the definition of a friend is someone that is there for you in your darkest moments and yes there are some followers that are like that but you'll find out that in your darkest moments a lot of people are going to run into the shadows and scuttle away like little demons because they don't want to deal with the hardship they just want to be with you when it's all light and fluffy and you know pink and gorgeous it's like yeah but real life is not like that if you're my friend you're going to be there for me all the way like like I'm there for you you know 100% and you know I'm there for you, my dear. Hey. On the runway, we get RuPaul coming out, looking like fresh tilapia. Oh, she's looking I, like I was fresh thinking like Ariel. She's a fish. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, thought she, I thought she looked like Ariel. She looked like a mermaid goddess in her aquamarine sequin length you know, gown. And I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than last week's offering. And yeah, tilapia, exactly. Nevada, I guess. Exactly. And just on another note, like, of course, we know that Maya Jama is the, oh, is the guest host and amazing and whatnot. But let's take a moment to talk about Graham Norton and Tina Burner being an old couple. Oh, what is yeah. this tea? What is this tea? Like, no one actually mentioned on the American episode in which Tina Burner mentioned that she used to be a flame of Graham Norton. Uh, Graham Norton is actually a judge on the UK version. Yeah, the show. I know. The That's ignorance. <laughs> the ignorance. I know. It, it's, it's quite funny. Jack Hughes. Do you, um, like, my boyfriend was actually quite surprised by the news watching it. And he was like, I, I mean, he, he made a comment that I kind of had to correct him because he said, Graham Norton is way out of Tina Burner's league. And I was like, That's so rude. Exactly. I was, like, I was like, looks doesn't mean anything. Like, you know. Also, Tina Burner was younger, so maybe yeah. the other way around. <laughs> like, way younger. That's so That's true. We never know. But we get to the runway, and Tace oh. is the first person to come out. I must mm. say, the face is beat for the gut. And I mean, the, she, she the, looks like Naomi, like with that exactly. beautiful cropped pixie. Um, really gorgeous and the name uh, she gave herself as exfoliana bold actually works re- like works wonder for her yeah and if but that look t- <laughs> if the look was only up uh, from the that, legs up oh, right. I'm sorry. it was literally the bottom it was the bottom oh my god the bottoms were holding for dear life like oh my god but please take well. it away did you notice as well how like she had kind of like a copper g-string kind of yeah that she was trying to make happen but the moment never happened because uh god like it was fraying unfinished it looked uncomfortable and the material was a no Mm-mm. yeah let's, Sorry, let's keep going <laughs> lawrence cheney as lawrence of, Ch- of cheney she was in an orange and blue fantasy with her dusters what do you think about that well um it's it it is quite cool how she kind of made like an ikea bag fantasy come to life like the Mm construction the construction was seamless as it always is with lawrence like um the color the color with the with the blues and the oranges together and you know it was quite effortless but why did it have to be a bodysuit like 
she could have had some front dress action instead of just having a party in the back. Like, I liked the back of the outfit more than I liked the front of the outfit, but, you know... But you don't know how much material she had, though. No, that's no. true. That's true. That but is... That, uh, Michelle feels about bodysuits, though. Like, nah. True. True. No. But, but, but moving forward... But I have to say, um, like, I really just want to talk about a horror. Yes. <laughs> COVID-19. Oh, my goodness. I, I need to dedicate this moment to my, my icon and saviour, a horror. That was one outfit on stage that I wasn't expecting, and it blew me away. Like, literally, when it came out, I actually audibly gasped. Because, like, her <laughs> tribute to COVID, like, was really touching, I thought thoughtful and it was extremely high fashion like she was wearing a sleek shiny blue outfit with a glitter mask painted over her face and it looked like something that could have won an oscar for costume designs design and then the way she pops out her shoulders and it's like she's a fashion puffer fish like that was gorgeous also i don't know mm -hmm. if you noticed this but you see how she had that glitter mouth the blue with the red contrast sister sister Yes. I can't believe no one picked up on it, especially given the controversies of the last few weeks. Like <laughs> but she did that, she did that for a reason though. She I think she did that as a kind of like a commentary on what had been happening previous weeks. So she was kind of doing a parody of it. Like Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, with this look, if she does not win, I'm calling the police because it's a robbery. Like that was uh that was stunning. So gorgeous. I would wear that. That was, yes. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. I want to do that with my shoulders. Like, just right. go, bah! and have all this ruching coming out. Amazing. Yeah. Next up, we have Bimini Bamboo Lush. Called, uh, calling herself Ila Isabella Blows a Lot. Don't forget the doctor part. She's a, she doesn't just blow a lot. She's a doctor. Ooh. Oh. Fancy. Ooh. Ooh. And she's wearing this gown blue gown with silver and, and red accents which is, okay. is giving us like a lot of vivian westwood vibes but personally well, it wasn't mighty well it wasn't my no it was very sloppy looking because like i basically feel like she just took a, a curtain and then shredded it and then she put some red paper around it i really don't feel but like it she did look better no but it did look better than what she actually proposed to begin with so definitely props but, to her for that. But, luck <laughs> but luckily for her she doesn't have the worst <laughs> look on the runway because oh uh, yeah no not yet we have ellie diamond next which uh, is showing us exquisite uh, candy fantasy and yes. her quarantina name is uh, Exuberant Ellie. And, and I can uh, definitely yeah. see that. It's like an eight-year-old girl's birthday party vision board come to life. Like, uh, to me, it's more like it reminds me of Katy Perry's California girl's face. Like, it's all pink yeah. and tiaras and scepters and every brand of candy that you could possibly want. Like, it's a candy wonderland and I can't stop lapping it up. Like, I have to yeah. say, I usually prefer savouries to desserts. I mean, I like a cheeky cheesecake, but I'll make an exception for Ellie, definitely. Oh, 100%. And last, and definitely least, oh. Sister Sister, okay. with the Garden of Sheden. Do you want me to do, do you want me to tell you about my, my thoughts? Uh, the only thing that saves her 
like Graham Norton said, the face. But other than that, um, yeah. Well, her, her, her makeup, her makeup uh, is gorgeous. Yes. Yes. Uh, but other but, than that, everything else is a no. Is a no right. for me. So I don't know if you know the show In the Night Garden. Have you ever heard of it? It's on CBeebies. Yes. It's yes, like yeah. a yeah, demented kids show. Like even when I was younger, I was thinking, what is this? Well, anyway, I feel like she's she moved from doing acid earlier to doing mushrooms. And it looks like she's just wandered into the night garden as some sort of demented sunflower. Like I get what she was going for, but Jesus, that is way too much being put into one look. It's like Tace went from like putting too little into her look and sister sister literally went into the other extreme and took every drug known to humankind and came out looking well like that (laughs) I I don't really the thing is like you can do quirky crazy cool like in it's just about execution of the look but this was just no what no it was it was a no I don't know what else to say. It it gave me nightmares. Like, and I like <laughs> sister, sister, but this look was no. <laughs> we get to commentary actually, and um, actually RuPaul agrees with us. So yeah. it's not that we we're gonna waste more much time talking about this right. because they do agree with us, like hundred percent. Thank goodness, because we write exactly. Right. And our this week's stops are a horror. Of course. Uh, Ellie, Lawrence, Janie. Yes. Although, then, although they technically do it as a top two as opposed to a top three because they actually put Lawrence in the bottom. In the safe bottom. I think it was just to light match under her ass, especially knowing what's coming next week. I think she's RuPaul has been doing this for quite some time now yeah. on the UK version, putting people that deserve to be in the top or safe anyways in, in the, the bottom. bottom to put like to give them like the extra strength in the next episode i i think so especially when she believes in them and feel feels like they are able to go like really far like exactly I definitely agree with that and then obviously in the bottom we have um bimini um well lawrence and bimini are in the judging limbo if that makes sense they're safe yeah so and then obviously we have taste and sister sister you know who are 100 percent gonna lip sync like we do get to a moment of untucked actually there's always untucked it's just that it hasn't been really juicy this year yeah no normally we don't really talk about it unless it's like super juicy but you know things get a little bit heated when ellie who all the queens said at the um, top of the episode should go home as you said wants them all to take it back take it back she says that she's got great marks from the judges which is true and she hasn't been lip syncing uh and then obviously a horror says that ellie's looks are all too similar all the time like cbb's on acid like what do you think about a horror's comment about that do you agree well it's true that the ellie finds their inspiration in comics books and anime so that is like the word that her her craft sits in and you can like it or you can not like it but then again you have to remember that people like Trix Natal and Kimchi made a brand out of being uh, CBBs on uh, ACID so please don't look down on that 
Ellie, I get where Ahura is coming from, but I personally like it. I, I haven't liked yeah. all of the looks that she's brought and to the competition, but... We have to admit, we have to remember that people like Bianca de Rio, uh, she had one fit. She knew it worked for her. She won the goddamn competition. Right. Well, and, so, if, and if it works for you, it works for you. Exactly. But if you know your body, why change yeah. it? If you ain't broke, if you That's never find exactly. yourself in the bottom... Well, speaking, speaking of bottom, so sister, sister also says that she doesn't think that Ellie does um, takes any risks and her risks aren't rewarded. But like, why exactly are sister, sisters risks risking ripping off a horror each week? Um, you know, doing Aquaria last week. What's she saying? Yeah. Because sister, sister was taking a risk with that look that she brought to the runway this week, girl. Like, I so we know. get to the lip sync. Uh, yeah, and, and of uh, course it's taste and sister sister. And what did you think the song, about the lip sync? Well, the song is "Don't Be So Hard on Yourself" by Jasmine, yes. which is actually telling, especially after the bullying uh, conversation that they had earlier. Yeah. And uh, I found it actually quite weird this time around. I don't know what was wrong with the what, cutting. You mean the, the lip sync? I, you know, I actually noticed the same thing and I thought maybe it was just me. Because, like, Tace, who won... Yeah. Sorry for the spoiler. Sorry for uh, not giving a dramatic reveal. You didn't really get to see her much, whereas mm. you saw a lot of sister-sister giving all her soul and passion. Yeah. Just to see her lose. And I was like, you guys are playing with our feelings. We know how it works by now. We yeah. know that if you cut on someone more than the other, that means that the person that you get to see the most is the person winning the lip sync, well, whereas the person that you not. get to see... Whereas today, they took the, the utter piece out of us. They were the utter piece. Yeah. Look, I mean, like, they, they did show some good moments of taste, though, you know, when she was doing that kind of backward bend, uh, Naomi-esque uh, lip sync movement. And I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Sister Sister had good energy, like, in the lip yeah. sync. But who, who do you, if it was up to you, like, not considering track record or anything like that, like, who do you think actually won the lip sync? If you're just going on performance alone, what say I'm you? unsure. Like, because I got to see more of it, I'd mm. say sister, sister. But that's yeah, basically see, because I saw more of it. editing is? They're playing with us because there's uh, there's literally three episodes left. left. Yeah. Well, and in all honesty, like, obviously now bringing track record and everything else into the competition like this was sister sister's time to go because you know has she got anything else left to you know bring to the competition to give? no absolutely not i don't think so but i i enjoyed her and one thing i really do have to point out guys is that you should never ever ever be throwing like hate towards queens and i've seen that a lot of people have been given hate to sister sister which is not okay you're no 100 percent. yeah you're entitled uh, to your opinions guys but like really cyber bullying is still bullying and okay. it still hurts yeah it's, it's that is not a cute moment okay like exactly. don't do it so right. just instead if you don't have anything nice to say be quiet say nothing <laughs> no one wants to hear it so next week we get to the comedy night Ooh, and I'm, I'm actually so I excited exactly and I think this is Lawrence Cheney's fourth win I think that she 
she's gonna get this in the back because like she she bombed the snatch game and in this this time around she's not in yeah she she has something to prove but also she can be herself this time around that's true. She, which, this, uh, this is where um, Lawrence's comedy excels is when she's playing herself. Exactly. As opposed so, to playing someone else. So, yeah, that could work. I think we're in for a treat. We're at the end of this episode. That's it. You guys, leave a five-star review yeah. on iTunes if you're listening to us there. Speak to you soon, guys. Have a Bye. lovely, lovely week. Bye-bye. And before we go, I just wanted to say, don't forget to catch RuPaul's Drag Race UK every Thursday at 8pm. Be there or be square. And if you're not there, I will wait outside your house with turd cupcakes. Where can I find it, though? But where can you find it? BBC iPlayer. Sweet. Hey! See you later, guys. Bye!